So um, I'm like reading about the TV yeah. show that this was based on. Yeah. Okay. That's research, and podcast research. That's a first yeah, for us. Um, I reckon we should probably do it, do it while we're recording though. So let's record. What do we need to hit? What do we need to hit? Um, <laughs> do we, do we have any submissions? Oh, from yeah, the, the competition. Um, <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> it's been. I've got months. one friend who's listened to the podcast who keep, who entered that competition <laughs> and kept clamoring. When am I getting my fucking Blu-ray? <laughs> I'm like, dog, I don't, I don't know if you're worthy of it. Honestly, with that attitude. That's crazy. Put this in. The, where are we putting this in? Is this going at the top? Oh, man, I think we've started. Uh, I mean, no, well, no, that's, that's, that's welcome I was, to. I was, I was, who's ready to do some party? Welcome to Dan Dan. Critics are down. My name is Morgan Roberts. This is a by whenever film this review is a, podcast. This is, a, this is a miracle of a podcast. Whenever it happens, it happens. And it's, a, it's, an, it's event podcasting. Let's, let's be real. It's a it's event podcasting. Event podcast. It's the podcast. It's the podcasting event it's of the year. Um, but I was just getting that like thing in my head of you know in a film similar to perhaps the last film that we reviewed on the podcast, <laughs> where there would be like the, the most the most irrelevant like minutia of that in world yeah. story. Um. Of like, but that the that the protagonist has to mm. achieve, like a Dan Aykroyd esque character, like having that thing of you know, you know, the, you know, um, a Christmas story. Yes. Yeah, you know the dad in a Christmas story, and he and he and he's obsessed with that yeah. lamp. That's that's that. that. Like, we just have. That's the we, vibe. We just we're, we're so <laughs> connected with a certain it's, idea. It's, no, no, no. Your friend, your friend with oh, cries of man. When am I getting yeah, those yeah, Blu-rays? Yeah. It's like no, no. Like uh, yeah. see, see how you know how fucking much this does not fucking matter. Yeah, Chief. I am. Um, I just he's listening <laughs> to this right now. I want that lamp, <laughs> and I, I don't want to refer to him <laughs> by name. I will. I will refer to him with the pseudonym, um, Jeffrey. And it's a brave decision. It's a brave decision by us to uh, ostracize our extremely yeah. Well, let me pull up the. Base. Let me pull up the. Uh, let me pull up the. The actual post. Let's go. Let's do. Let's let's go way way back. To uh, I got. I just pulled up and just saw that the 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 last time we sizzled this exact episode coming out was March. This was the fifteenth of March. What's your name, by the way? You didn't well, say. this intro has just given me whiplash. It's um, my name is Dominic Fitzgerald. You know who it is. You know what Dom time the it pod is. Pod boy. It's time for some. It's, it's dumb time. Well, every 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 second of every minute of every hour is dom time. I'm living on dom time, baby. Um, now it's time to do some um, potting. Who's ready for some potting? I am. You are. We back man, in the saddle. I am. We're both podcasters. <laughs> yeah, technically. I By definition, am. you are. Yes, we are. The competition, um, we had three entries. Three entries. We had Wait, three no, entries. Wait, no, we didn't. I just oh, looked damn. at a comment from listener no, no. Harry it, it was one entry and two Harry Keating, yeah, yeah, who yeah. just asked if, if, if Stand By <laughs> Me was available where, and that he already has two, two away. Oh, no, he did a joke saying that he had two copies on his shelf already. Shot at me. Um, Thanks. Which is fair. <laughs> but we had two entries. <laughs> one from Jeffrey. He knows who he is. And uh, yeah. and from and Thanks, from very, very loyal listener and all around fan of content, Shane Gibson. Shane Gibson. I feel like early adopters like Shane just almost should just win things like this by default because why not? But let's I mean, look I kind of want to give it to I kind of want to give it to Harry Keating just because he's just so he can have that third copy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do we want to read the entries and then declare Harry the winner? It's a good. It's a good. It's a good callback. Billy Sullivan says, "I believe that Aykroyd peaked during his stellar performance of the character Chip in the 1998 DreamWorks classic Ants. That was Ants, spelled uh, with a Z. I, I, I have fond memories. I, I know I've seen millennial the movie fucks. Ants. Have you seen the movie Ants? 
I've seen bits of the movie. And I know, I know, I have not too familiar memories of the movie, but I remember um, having to buy or my mum giving me the money to buy my sister a, a fifth or sixth birthday present. I was eight. And um, <laughs> I just really wanted a new PS2 game. So I bought my sister a copy of Ants Racing. Is that what it's called? <laughs> Uh, just because she liked there are the so movie many ants. Shout outs to our friends on um, Hey Fam, <laughs> the podcast. But, you know, and they talk a lot about shitty movie tie-in get video games that are like one step above. I mean, God damn it. I'm so glad that I avoided one step above bootleg t- movie tie-in games. <laughs> Holy shit. Like I I really avoided most of them. I, I I do not remember playing. Okay, I think I played the the the, the PlayStation game of Episode One, Phantom Classic. Menace, and that's Classic. it. I love that. That's the one where you can jump into like a big wind turbine in like the first level and get yeah. like pieced up, yeah. chopped up. Like, oh, I was a sucker for the time man, game. Most of my old PS2 collection is time games. I had like three SpongeBob games. Maybe half of them were good. Maybe. You ever play a, you ever heard of a, such a gem, uh, you'll have to edit out all my umming and ahhing. Fame for it. <laughs> don't worry, I do. No, already. You don't. <laughs> it's a, it's a classic bit. Everybody laugh at the ums. Uh, I got some, I got some gems, man. I got, um, what's that fucking, uh, Disney movie? I got, um, Piglet's Big Game. What? I've not even heard it's of the It's a video movie. game based off Piglet's Big... Uh, yeah, Piglet's Big Movie. Do you remember that? No. Surprised we haven't found it in the bin, to be honest. <laughs> in the bargain bin. It's, it should Do be... We, have, we dis- have we discovered a, a level of DVD content that's too bad, even for the Coles bargain bin? I mean, I don't know. It's got like a... I'm reading here, it's got a 62 Metacritic. That's... That's pretty nice. Whoa. Uh 2003. I mean, it's better than Flubber. <laughs> Something about the Hundred Acre Woods. It's all it's all Oh, here we go. There's a there's an IMDb for the video game. This game features Piglet <laughs> going into his friend's dreams and defeating heffalumps and woozles to collect his friend's uh valuable items. <laughs> nice. Gotta get those items. I'm sure it was a whole eighty dollars. Thank you, Australia. <laughs> um yeah also i don't think Man, we'll, those, those will we do, ever get through an episode those yeah they go they go paid will we ever get through an episode of this podcast without you sh- without you name dropping another podcast no that's <laughs> become a bit and classic morgan bit which it's is one not of those funny. classic morgan bits oh <laughs> uh, anyway <laughs> this is a lot of waffle but Let's 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 kick things off by declaring the winner of our Dan Aykroyd competition. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Harry Keating says, is Stand By Me available on Stan or Netflix or Amazon Prime or iTunes? Do I have two copies on my shelf already? <laughs> Obviously, classic callback. Oh, boy, just it I can tell you what, Harry. It's available on Stan, not Netflix, not Amazon Prime. It's available for purchase or rent on iTunes. And you now have three copies as we declare you the winner of the Stand By Me giveaway competition. Well done. Can we get some get some claps going? Shane says, although Shane Shane did say, what about Neighbours, not the Aussie celebrity springboard, but the 1981 movie? It. I've never heard of oh, this movie. Oh, it's got movie. John Belushi in it. Sorry, Shane. So it's, it's, oh, shit. it's like Blues Brothers, but not. <laughs> wow. It's quality. It's a quality I mean, rating system. It's, it's like I'm Blues wrong. Brothers, but not. So what did you think of Avatar? <laughs> well, it's like Blues it's no, Brothers, but I mean, not. To me, I mean, Avatar doesn't have a uh, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi, does it? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but also it's not Blues True. Brothers, so it what falls the fuck? under that Why spectrum. Why does Blues anyway. Brothers have a sixty Metacritic? Oh, you know what? I I don't want to go down that road because I don't want to hate on Blues only Brothers. Like only I can't. Movies. I don't want to hate on Blues. Do you know I want to I mean? do nothing but praise Blues Brothers. It's one of the uh, best movies ever made. Yeah, that's why we shouldn't. That's why we shouldn't so go I'm down say that Metacritic, path. I don't think it's Metacritic, a good idea. You done fucked up. Hmm. C- congratulations Shut to up. Harry Keating. Eat my shorts, Metacritic. 
Yeah, thanks, Harry. We'll get, we'll get in touch, boss. Yeah, you've now got three copies. On you've now got three copies. Uh, you know, um, results results may vary. Yep. I'm not sure if he actually. Do you do you think he actually has two copies already? Probably. I don't know. Maybe he's if, just making tell a joke you what, about. He can always flog expense. our third one. Have no idea who. He can always flog our third one on eBay. <laughs> Maybe you should just send him both. Of you send him both. I forfeit both of my copies. We fuse, so now he has four copies of Stand by Me. Oh boy! If we, if anyway, Dom, what if we watch this apost- uh, a week in advance? Yeah, don't, don't, don't. What do we watch this time when the when the hour strikes? Um, what do we watch for, this for, time? For, Dom? for a down, down critics are down. Um, do we want to talk about the um? Do we want to just talk about the the whole bin fiasco this this time? Cold. Yeah. Well, I can't find all like I can't find in my coals. Uh, any barking DVDs anymore, which is very Coles, sad. You, you did listen, um, bud. And I did say that I would try and go and look at some other Coles, but whenever I find myself at not my local Coles, honestly, man, I got, I got more important shit to do. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm running in, I'm getting some milk, I'm getting some bread, I'm getting like an <laughs> yeah, emergency. Yeah, yeah. There's a probably a baby who needs to yeah. pee slash yeah, yeah. already has. Yeah, and a dad look, that has to probably yeah, pee look, as well. And it just got shit to man. do, man. And I don't think you should be expected to be, you know, sorting out other coals. I think the coals, coal, that's yeah, their coals job. That's coal's job. Has to be. Sorry, can you just do a burp edit there? <laughs> and actually do it this time. I, I, I listen back <laughs> and I hear how you stiffed me up <laughs> every time. Classic. It's funny. Um, Classic. Yeah, it shouldn't. It, the the onus is on Coles to like supply you with cheap family entertainment. And I tell you what, Coles, you ain't the only competitor in town. I can't oh. tell you how many times we've Morgan and I have been in each other's DMs saying like, "Yo, I'm at a big W. Look at this five dollar bargain wall. I'm in a Woolworths. Look at this five dollar bargain wall." Mm. Even Target is coming through with the goods. Fucking Target. Mm. I- you know what Target is good for? Mm. Cheap glassware and now cheap DVDs. So I mean, Coles. That's what you need. I mean, and what do you need when you want your when you want to when you want to watch your cheap DVDs? What do you need, baby? Need a DVD player, some glassware, and some glassware, and some glassware, and some, and some linen <laughs> sheets. So cheap DVDs, and some <laughs> avocado. Pants. I bought some avocado pajama pants from a Target once. Oh, yeah, what a cop, man! Speaking of targets, we're getting way no, off. No, no, target, I want to, I want to, I want to, uh, I want to openly bash Coles here. You got, you got. This episode, <laughs> this podcast, while not being regular, makes waves every time it happens. So just no calls. We're, we're coming for you. We may be doing like little sub episodes on this podcast feeds saying, hey, calls, come on. We had to buy our $5 copy of uh, fucking, uh, what's it? The Notebook. Yeah, the notebook. <laughs> I was trying to think. I was going to say, what's a John Candy movie? But that's. Yeah, it's come through with a five dollar copy of Planes, Trays, and Automobiles. Come on, bro, you done fucked up, Coles. We're trying to get some content popping here, guys. Guys, do better, please, please. Maybe, um, I mean, you know, the the Woolworth working title was pretty good. It was so good that I forgot it, and you'll have to remind me. I think we mentioned it in the last episode that um, I was really. Um, I was really miffed that in the when we brought it up in the third episode, and I'm pretty sure we brought it up in the fourth. I may have remembered it in the fourth, just because of when memory. I was so upset that I didn't remember the fresh film people, just genius. That's the you one. know, um, so good. It, so what fresh film though did we what did we watch this week? Well, this time, come on, <laughs> don't get these poor people's hopes up. Oh, it's a week. What next week? Shadow drop? No, you won't get another episode until June, maybe. <laughs> We're busy boys. One of us has two children. The other one has a crippling addiction to Pokemon. No points for guessing which one's which. I got to be real with you, Morgan. I, I, when, yes. I, when we organized to record tonight, I got I genuinely got angry at myself. I thought, oh shit, that's an hour and a half. I can't spend playing Pokemon. I'm in the middle of a hot, what Pokemon a white two run, but Oof. I give it up for content because content is king. Yep. And you know who else is a king? Denzel. Big, big, big Denzel Washington. 
Oh, oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> holy shit, <laughs> stay off the that, mic. Um, yeah, that, that little sound um, wave looking, looking thick. <laughs> but really, like, you sent me the photo. I think the Maze Runner was sort of screaming yep. out at us. And then, and then next to it was, uh, I mean, we just had to go. Yeah, we had one let's, of our classic. Let's go. Because I'd never seen. No, this and I hadn't before. either. I. I'm only aware of this movie because in 2013, when I saw The Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> there's that great there's that there's that great joke about how um Leonardo DiCaprio's character's dad, played by Rob Reiner, director of Stand by Me, deep and dark criminal link. Whoa, you, um, his character he's done it again. <laughs> his character is always upset because people are calling him while he's trying to watch the TV show The Equalizer. And so they call him the Equalizer. <laughs> yes. And then I hear a month later, oh yeah, new Denzel movie coming out called the based on the show. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm I can't wait to watch that. And I never did until one fateful day in 2019. Where he saw it screaming at him from I, a, a picture of a bargain bin. bin to my good friend and content connoisseur, Morgan Roberts, and said, Hey, it's time. We gotta watch some Denzel. And so he watched it. And the great thing about this and the funny thing about recording this when or watching this when I did and then now recording mm. it now is that, fuck, I and don't how know. Long when, has it okay, been? so when did you watch this? When did you watch this? I'll I've, just, I've genuinely <laughs> got I'll, I'll to remember yeah. when I watched it because for so long we were like, all right, this is the film we'll do next. When are we going to record? Um, <laughs> and so... My note is dated 24 February that this is, year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I left my watch. And honestly, some of it is so esoteric mm. and um, like um, stream of consciousness that honestly half of it, I just have no idea what the fuck <laughs> I was talking about. Like I've got this one note here that just says, oh, he made the security. <laughs> I know, I think I remember what it is now, I, but I, I mean, I think you've watched it more. So you watched it so you, more recently than I 24th of February, yeah? I remember yeah, I, I watched it on the 24th of February on the Facebook page saying, hey guys, we're going to record that fifth episode. It's called the Denzel. <laughs> and I remember I posted that the day I watched it as a guilt mechanism to like, fuck, I've got to watch it so I can talk about it with, with, with my co-host on the podcast. That was when you watched yeah, that was it March. March. That was March 15th. Do you want to reveal <laughs> what day it is right now that we're recording this? Today as a date of recording Sunday, the 19th of May, 2019. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, you know, this is, this film, like, it, it looks good. Like it, it looks. I'm like, uh, is this actually going to be a pretty good action film? Like, well, it's is directed this underrated? By, uh, it's directed what, by I mean, Anton Fuqua, who is just, uh, you know, we could go through that that filmography and and find a whole bunch of gems. We got um, Training Day, classic. Yeah. We've got yeah, uh, it's quality. I remember I watched that when it came out when I was in high school. Mm. Good time. Jeez, oh, you were in high good school film. when that movie came out. Yeah, baby. I was three. (laughs) Jeez. Oh boy. Isn't, isn't once again, time, time and dates in this film, just fucking with us. It's just just time is, is a, is a flat circle. And, uh, I can watch movies whenever now. doesn't matter. I've, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do that to you. He began his directing career for doing music videos for artists such as Tony Braxton, Coolio, Stevie very Wonder, much and a, Prince. Very much in the hip-hop circle. But, you know, he's mm. got he mm. got mm. Training Day, terrific film, and then I remembered that I thought he had, like, more mm. stuff in the middle that was pretty good, but then I saw Shooter starring Mark Wahlberg and Olympus mm. Has Fallen. Mm. And then, oh, well, then we get to the Equalizer. In, in he did a King Arthur one of the many King Arthur attempts at a King Arthur reboot, which he did. I it's know. um, I just not, meant like just keep that sword stuck in the rock, boys. Just I've, keep uh, it in I've there. I've not it's seen fine. it, but I I I can't imagine it's um 
do do your ranking. What do you think of the are the best King Arthur reboots? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've not said. I don't think I've. I cannot remember. I saw seeing the Guy Ritchie them. one uh, two years ago in the cinema. Same, same day I saw John Wick. That was a double bill. <laughs> Guy Ritchie, yeah, Aladdin coming out this week. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's going to be the no, same yeah. as the King Arthur movie, but motherfuckers are going to love it because it's got Aladdin in the title. <laughs> Thank you, Disney. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 this the live yeah. action one. Yeah, Guy Ritchie's on it. Uh, a, a, a new fantastic point of view. Well, we've gone a little sidetrack talking about Guy Ritchie. Let's talk about Anton Fuqua, a guy who rebooted the Magnificent Seven. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris Pratt <laughs> and Denzel. Oh gosh, yeah, and Denzel. Yeah, yeah. So he likes yeah. he likes well, those Ant- people. Anton, I think, to come back to your point, is a is a talented guy. You know, he's not he's not the most devoid. Because you can think about some some Hollywood action guys who are just so starved of of style, you know, like um, or 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 yeah. just one note well, at least. They're they're not starved, yeah. but they're man, they're saturated with well, all of so the same hard. stuff. Well, Michael no, I Bay. can't. Like, you can't say Michael Bay because you know it's shit, but it's a style. This is what I'm always so hard pressed to like say list people. Action director style, oh, yeah. Like you can recognize the Michael Bay. Here's here's a whole. You know what? I I, I like tomato sauce on my on my fries. You know what? Here's yeah. a, here's a whole dish. It's yeah. the whole jug of tomato yep. sauce. No fries. No anything. Then, just the sauce. And that sauce That's is a firework explosion too. <laughs> yeah, like I, I I always use like I always oh. use the example of Brett Ratner. But that's like yes, I couldn't name you three <laughs> Brett Ratner films. He's just like the name, the name you you use he is a name that i just know because you always <laughs> talk about him like this and i just know oh yeah no that's brett ratner yeah and then you're like so yeah well he's the scapegoat for shitty action directors he's just you know. um yeah that's uh yeah i guess that's very I brett name, ratner. i can't name any other <laughs> like like who directed fucking uh i'm gonna go through mark Wahlberg's filmography right now <laughs> we're gonna play there's a new corner of the podcast called uh quiz quiz time Insert bad musical jingle. Um, I'm going to go through Mark Wahlberg's filmography, pick some movies, and I want you to name the director, if you can. All right, we're going to go backwards right. in time. We're going to go 2018. Who directed Mile 22? No. Brett Ratner. <laughs> no, it's Peter Berg. <laughs> Peter Berg has directed okay. maybe uh, three good movies. I don't know. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Um Ted 2? Who directed Ted 2? Seth MacFarlane. No I didn't know he directed those himself. That's... I knew he did the All first right. one. Uh, who directed... Speaking of Denzel, who directed Two Guns? No idea. I'm very sorry for the pronunciation of this name. Balthazar Cormica Iceland Dude. I've never... I've never it, heard it, of this. Well, I mean, hey, those are the action directors. Who directed uh who directed the Max Payne movie? Oh, oh no idea, but I used to play that heaps. Oh, that game's great. So movie's good. T- one, movie's terrible. Uh, it's directed by someone named terrible. John Moore. Who directed wow, All right, this is the last one. I'm not uh I'm pulling out the last one. Who directed Oh god, who directed the Italian job? Why do I feel like there's someone I know and I'm about to shit on them? Ah God damn it, I know who it is and I've shat on them. Who directed the Italian mm. job? Was it like Steve McQueen? N- he I believe Steve McQueen directed the original. Yeah. But uh no. That's why I thought he might have not no, no. Yeah, no, it's F. Gary Gray, who's a who's a who fantastic was F. Gary Gray. Okay, I've no fucking idea who that is. Uh, he directed uh, fr- the first Friday film and uh, the Straight Outta Compton biopic, uh, The Fate of the Furious, mm. and he's direct he's directing the upcoming uh, Men in Black sequel or reboot or whatever it is. Hmm. But the point is, sounds all right. Anton Fuqua is a man I could probably <laughs> name with some style, you know. Okay, that was a good bit. We we got there in the end. <laughs> we got we got there in the end. Oh, the potting. <laughs> it's like riding a um, horse. But you yeah, like my notes, my notes with this film. 
and it opens with some. He's saying the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. I mean, that screams to me. This is taking itself way too seriously. Yeah, this is the this is the interesting thing about the movie is having having seen it a a long chunk ago, and not remembering. I think I remember enough in terms of tone. It's like very witty when it wants to be, but it's also like weirdly stoic and like like you said, like really takes itself seriously when it wants to be. Yeah, yeah, which um, I think works in some parts, but also this it's so opening up basically this is is an ex agent you know ex special forces guy doesn't really explain who like who it was it's non specific cia you know military whatever it is it doesn't matter yeah um but there's this but there's this conceit that he it's like oh he's had his career and now it's like he's living in this shitty apartment just chilling um, in a hardware store, and like I get the like it tries to give this argument that he's like making you know it's tricky to f- make ends meet, and I'm like, doesn't he have a fucking pension or something? Like, isn't he isn't he doing fine? Like, if he was in the special forces mm. for ages, I'm sure he's doing fine. Like, it, you, you know, you could just have the argument that he's trying to go out and help people that need helping. He doesn't need, you know, and he does he does it for free. But then there's also this thing that's like, oh, he's he's doing it tough yeah. because he doesn't have a job anymore. And it's like, but but like what? Like, I just it just it was a, you know, I'm willing to suspend my disbelief when I watch a film like this. Mm. But when you start when you open with that conceit, yeah. it's just a bit like, oh man, come on, just just choose one tack, mm. like pick one argument. And the and the way that they. And the way that they like explore that with his character is like also a little weird, but also good at times. It's super weird because like I remember in the opening, they spend so much time of just him going through his day being a chill dude. Like, you know, he makes his fucking bowl of porridge or whatever, and then he like cleans it up immediately and he's like going to work and he's helping this weird fat dude try and pass the security guard. Yeah. Tests by cutting weight. Yeah, that's right. And he's, then he's like, uh, yeah. Which he's why is he always going to that diner at night? It's I think it's it's a a real heavy-handed attempt at showing his solitary routine. Yeah, and that this guy doesn't have anything going on, and maybe he's you know, and that he's active, he's actively trying to not have stuff going on. Yeah. Because he's seen stuff, man. Because all he does stuff. in that damn like diner is just like I, 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 you could argue that he wants to spend time with people, but also all he does is just read his book, and then politely makes chit chat with anybody who talks to him. But yeah, and then they get to like parts where he's doing like action stuff, and Jesus Christ, that man is a sadist. Yeah. That movie, yeah. the movie loves yeah. fetishizing Denzel Washington fucking murdering people. <laughs> like bad people, but and not just in a not just, you know, in a ba- not just in a ba- a James Bond e- even kind of way. Like But like yeah, the whole James Bond thing. But, there's humorous ways. I mean, it's a very different tone of that whole know, series, but there are humorous ways that baddies get, you know, done in those films yeah. but he's never like yeah you're right he's never sadistically those, doing yeah. stuff it's always trying to just be like there they those, go oh yes they fell into a yeah thing, but it's not it's never know. it's never like oh james bond loves fucking murdering people it's just uh oh that that dude's an evil spy oh oh look bond threw him in a bath and then threw the the fan in the bath and then he says shocking it's, it's yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like slow mo of fucking Denzel Washington shooting at kneecaps in the in the hardware store while the sprinklers are going on, watching the rain slowly. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna spend a bit of time on that last scene later, but I just like this this movie. Like it doesn't mind setting up slow and then like introducing how does he how does he meet oh okay so it's the 
Ah, the poor defenseless sex worker trope. Yep. There we go. Straight up. Yep. That's how he finds the bad yep. guys. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, she's she's not making her own yeah, decisions yeah. and da, 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 da. It's yeah. just like, uh, can we, we got to, man, yeah. Sex workers um, never get it, like, easy in, in, in cinema, do they? It's fucked no. up. No, it's pretty terrible. Um, but you know, we're moving past that a bit. Of course, the bad guys are Russians. Yep. Um, and she's still being used as motivation. She's not yeah. being killed, but she's still being used for motivation in this mm. film. You know, it's true. Uh, it's it's um, it's a weird. It's always just a weird tonal balance of stuff because it it tries to get really funny. It not like really funny, but it tries to be witty a lot, but also tries to be like super dark and serious. It's, it's, it's. So when the big bad, look. It's a strange blend. Going back to that gratuitous. Yeah, it is a strange blend. Going back to that gratuitous way that he kills people and the movie loves showing how that, like that that's a mm. thing. Um, how he does the whole thing with 28 seconds where he kills the people in the yeah, room. Yeah, like he just. Without bringing in yeah, a gun. Why like he, he just does it yeah, all. Why does he and then the like big bad comes in and sees the carnage. Oh yeah, it's like suddenly, like yeah, the big bad comes into that room and sees the bodies everywhere, and it's like him, it's him seeing the flashback of how that you know he's doing yeah, CSI, yeah. he's doing his Sherlock fucking, vision, you know, fucking, he's doing room. his Sherlock vision, and it's so like, look, we get it, we we get it, Denzel fucked these cunts up big time, real bad, um. Like, and we saw it enough. We're like, we saw it enough the first time that it happened in the film, let alone the Sherlock vision. Yeah. Right? Um, they really want you to know through that oh, manner that he's. And a- then there's a bunch of women that, yeah, he really. And then there's a whole bunch of women that do die as plot devices. Um. Yeah. You're going to have to remind me. I remember there was the, the one played by Haley Bennett. Like she gives her up, like her yeah. friend, her like the main female, um, and, her friend like gives her up, or he, she's like hiding. Yeah, yeah, she's covering for her or something. And then I it's remember the really weird. Now I've just remembered the really weird bit where she's getting like killed, and they do like a shot of her, like the weird lead Russian dude like kills her by like strangling her, but it does it like by shooting through a glass of water. And I'm like, oh, that's, t- that's 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 like, okay, I get what they're doing here. And then they cut away from the scene. But then they just don't cut away from the scene and they just cut to a different angle of her being strangled. I was like, wait. Huh? Like trying to cover up and then not having it. Yeah. It was weird. Uh, it was real weird. It's like, look, it's like the DOP just wanted to get a big hard on by doing some creative shots. And then also just having a normal pedestrian shot yeah. of a woman being murdered. It's always the matter of you gotta you gotta give the DP <sighs> something 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 to do. Gotta let him flex a little bit. I've just remembered that David Harbour is in this movie. Anyway. And he has the line, what do I look like a fucking chauffeur? Can we talk about this Russian villain dude on on that? Because he just shows up. I don't blame him when David Harbour's like, bruh. Because he just shows up and he's like, all right, I need to. This, 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 this. We got to check out this, this, this. And I'm basically running the show now. And David Harbour's like, bruh, what? Huh? I've got a note here that just says when when he went to the hardware store, so the next scene where they're trying to get him and they break into his apartment mm. and he's like booby trapped the apartment and stuff. Mm. Um. And I just have this scene, this note here that says in all caps, and he puts it back on the shelf. Like I'm um, remembering, he's like getting all this gear. I think I'm remembering that he's getting all this gear and then he like picks up a nail gun and it's like, no, that's too easy and puts it I back. I remember he grabs the hammer. I remember, I remember, and this is like another point that I'll come back to after this, the scene where he has to like go and grab the, where the, where the friend at the hardware store is being robbed and like the robber oh, takes right. a wedding yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he like goes to deal with it overnight. He grabs a he grabs a hammer. He grabs yeah. a hammer and I'm like, well, that's just stealing stock. And then it happens off screen. And he like hands it back, whatever. But he just like polishes up the that's hammer right. and like puts it back. He puts like, it back. Dog, that's evidence. You can't <laughs> put it back. That's fucked up. What are you? <laughs> 
You're going to sell that to some old lady trying to like repair a patio? Just give her a murder weapon? I mean, I guess no one's going to find no, it. No, but it was just like, that, it, no, it wasn't sold. like a literal, how could you do this? It was like a, that's fucked up, Denzel. <laughs> that's just psychologically, you like, you didn't have to yeah. put it back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, that's right. And then they try and get him in. Yeah. Well, like, there were just uh, so many scenes um, of that. Of course. Like, then, un, not unnecessary scenes, but just like extra scenes of him just being the vigilante, being the equalizer. <laughs> And I was like, I get it. I mean, it is the titular. It is the titular equalizer. Thank God no one. Did anyone ever say that out loud in the film? I don't remember. <laughs> did Bill Pullman say it or no, something? It would have been too serious for this one. <laughs> uh, so he's on the run. He's he he finds some mob dudes that basically he he finds the mob dudes that he wants to fuck up because he doesn't like how they're treating this woman. Yeah. Um. And you know, obviously, he like discovers that they're pretty terrible and like doing some human trafficking yeah, and like mega drugs Russian and stuff gangster. and all the normal stuff, all the normal things that Russians do in yeah. films. Um. And they find why do they have to go to the meat place? But but of course they have to go meet a dude at the meat place. Like of every fucking crime film, is, they have to go to a meat. Is that where they? Is that where they? Is that where they? He and David Harbour bust single handedly bust up all of the organization stuff. Is that that scene? Am I getting yeah, confused? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your man's just no. That's the scene. Just and they, walks they in, like, dismantles the whole operation. <laughs> It's it's wild. He truly is the equalizer. The 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 note that I have at this point says I don't know still if this is a good film or not. <laughs> yeah, I, like I'm still not sure. I was I was like I'm enjoying watching this film, but I'm like uh, yeah. It all comes down to I was thinking about it a um, lot. I was like, what are they, what are they trying to do here? What what are we what are we here for? Because I was think I'm thinking a lot right now. And this is very timely, comparing this movie a lot to to the first John Wick film. You ever see John Wick? You know what? It's probably a crime that I haven't seen John Wick. Ooh. A lot of people talk about it as being pretty. John good, Wick pretty Chapter fun. Three in cinemas now. It's a very compared yeah. to. I think the then they both came out the same year. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, this this The Equalizer and John Wick One. This film is like two hours and fifteen minutes. And it's like really all about setting oh. up this cool guy through, you know, watching all this, all this burr and hearing all this burr and watching him slowly but surely just be a cool guy, an equalizer. <laughs> and how they do it is they do this like big in-depth character study, or at least they try to, but then they have to pepper in like all these action set pieces that like like we've been complaining about the tone. Yeah. It is like these two Which, sort of movies coming together, not in a way that is like completely jarring. It's just not very smooth. Yeah. No, Compared it's not to, smooth. It probably needs a yeah, little bit yeah. of equalized. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. He's done it again. That's a, can we get another point up on the dad joke meter? Compared to John Wick 1, that is this but better in every conceivable way it's 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 shorter mm. there's so much information we learn about john wick just by looking at what he does and like hearing other people talk about him it's just yeah mm. the more i think about this film or have to re-remember this film as i'm recording it and having just rewatched all the john wicks quite recently for the third one i just think man they were you really just John Wick like sets the bar. All of the John Wick movies, really, they set the bar for how to tell as much of your story without actually telling it. Like it's the most show don't tell telling the story. whole thing. Yeah, there's so much I could tell you about the world of John Wick and the character of John Wick. Just when did the Dark Knight come out? Two thousand eight. I feel like this. This is just. At, at, at the time, it was the latest in a long line of films that was trying to do serious, grounded action films mm. in that sort of space and just 
not hitting the mark and not getting that tone right. Yeah, that tone is like the most important thing when you're when you're working on this kind of movie. And it's like mm. you know, not that I think about it. I don't think I don't think the Dark Knight is that funny. Like not in the way that these films mistake it. No, 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 but but in terms of in terms of someone trying to make yeah, just in terms of people trying to make a film like not and not necessarily a comic book film, but just any sort of action yeah. film that has that oh, trying right. to ground it in yeah. some kind of relatable reality. And so, yeah, so we're introduced to this person yeah. and we're trying to give him some motivation that says, um, and, you know, like this is coming from previous yeah. IP. It's not a brand new yeah. story but still i feel it's trying to inhabit that space where so many films came and tried to do that and just yeah. failed because they couldn't not and this didn't necessarily fail but it, they just didn't yeah. hit the well, top and they didn't go yeah this is yeah i think you're right yeah. bring up the dark knight because it is a film that just so effortlessly pulls it off well not like effortlessly but like in that appearance of it just it nails this no, but as a viewer, like as a viewer, it's effortless yeah. viewing. It's it's like just the way it nails these elements of like realism and and like genre work, you know, enough like it really is just like this expert tightrope walk. And then you can see it in the years past. Everybody tried to everybody tried to do it. And you're right, they 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 didn't. They really didn't do that that bang up of a job especially and the person who didn't do it the to the that didn't who didn't do it the yeah. best was fucking scott snyder <laughs> zach snyder Bro, <laughs> yes up. not scott snyder scott snyder whoops wrong wrong who's batman scott snyder? scott scott snyder wrote wrote back but wrote back oh, batman it? Wrote New Fifty Two. I don't. I don't, what, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't That's why I, it's very easy to get them confused because I don't read comic books. What do yeah, I look like? No. Some kind of fucking nerd. <laughs> Listen to my film podcast. <laughs> Oy vey. Um, no, yeah. Zack Snyder is very like. Uh, but yeah, and I think the best thing that we're gonna get out of this is discussing the the final scene where the mob tries. The mob comes to get him and in the hardware store that he yeah. works. Because, yeah, like if if we didn't mention this before, he's just got this everyday dead-end job at the hardware store and he's helping his 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 yeah. guy to – he's helping his mate who works there who's overweight yeah. to who wants to make security and he has to do a fitness test to yeah. make security. So he's helping him and like the final scene of this film is he, they're like, oh, he's gone to the fucking hardware store and we rock up. And, of course, Denzel has home yeah. alone oh, the yeah. hardware store. Wait, does wait does it? Because I remember they I remember they they take all the workers hostage. I know that's an element of the the last act that he has to scoot around. But I remember, yeah. But I remember watching it and thinking, you were like, there's this, like, like we've mentioned a few times before. There's this weird melding of of two different styles of film, or at least not two different styles, two different like narrative paths, sort of have just converged mm. because the the screenplay said to, in the way that we've got this really nice guy Denzel who who loves his community and who's always trying to help the people around him compared with this other side of Denzel they've written that is this weird remorseless fucking a psycho killer who can like take down the whole mob. not just remorseless yeah but relishes yeah it. and they've like and I'm it's it's a balance that is like I believe each side separately but seeing them come together like they try and do in that last act is like a little, uh, uh, it was a bit. Because it felt like I was watching the final act of, it was, you know, it was Home Alone meets Fast and the Furious. It's like, this is fucking dumb and it's fun. But also because you've got those two things that are competing, yeah. I feel like if there's something that was in the narrative that was like, you know, he's trying, he was actually this fucked up guy who was, you know, you know, quote some Wolverine here, but the best he, you know, the best there is at what he does. 
And if he's trying to suppress that, but there's a trigger that goes and where you actually can construct the jump between those two, yeah. uh, I guess, phases of him and the character. Um, yeah. And there is nothing like that. There's no device like that. So yeah, I just feel like, yeah, no, uh, because when I'm watching those parts of the film, I'm just like this, this is, yeah, I, I'm feeling completely different. Things. Yeah. And especially because it's so, they're so interactive with each other. Like he's got his, his, he's got his mate, his security matey, who's always like hopping around in that last in that climax at the hardware store yeah, that you're always forced to like reconvene mm. those two bits. And you just think, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know what they were going for. You said it was dumb and it, and it triggered this thought in me. I don't, I don't know if I would call this movie dumb per se, at least in the way. That, like, uh, no, no. But those dumb. elements of it were I so. Just call it, yeah. Just yeah. Call okay. It no, that's true. Cause it's not, it doesn't want to have fun yeah. until suddenly it does want to have fun. And then it's kind of fun, but it just flips on a dime. It could, but it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel earned because it's just suddenly like they had, they pressed the action button and they did. Yeah. 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 Like they've just, look, I, I think it does a few things well. Yeah. Like I, it's but, not like still thinking about it now. And then I remember watching it. Did I review it on Letterboxd? Let me double check that. I remember thinking uh, it's fine. I, very important. Let's find out if he did. Well, I'm just it's trying to trying to choke my memory. Here. Check it. All I'm thinking about it. now is just how much how much I want to watch John Wick, and how how much you should watch John Wick. But yeah, I have to go for a run tonight. But I I do want to watch John Wick. It's on the list. Oh, I just of fuck, I was, of as I was saying it. it, I accidentally typed in John Wick instead of the Equalizer. I love it when I do that. I, yeah, I love it when I'm I trying do to that show fight. the Equalizer some respect at least. Oy vey. Like if you're trying to send message send a message to yeah, someone, and then you like, start, like typing uh, you know, it to saying like, it's I didn't I didn't I didn't review it on Reddit. end up sending a text, you almost send you almost send a text to someone whose name is Can you pick up eggs on the way yeah, home? True. <laughs> like, yeah. No, you don't have that in your contact. No. Um But it's like I of course in the fucking last scene he has to do everything with tools. Yeah, well I, I mean I'm very like he doesn't There's have no guns. other way that was going to happen. There was no other way that's going to happen and I was like, yeah, all right, I'm down for I'm <laughs> down for some chaos in the fucking tool warehouse. <laughs> oh, that's mate. great. Um So oh, here's a bit that we've yeah. completely missed. So at some point he goes to see his old yeah, boss. Yeah, Bill Pullman and his wife. Well, no, his wife Melissa Leo's character is the boss. I just anytime Bill Pullman's on screen, yeah, I'm looking yeah, at Bill Pullman. This motherfucker's like played chess or something. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Had dinner. Let's chill. Yeah, and then she arrives in a helicopter. Yeah, she was like the ex head of the CIA or some bullshit. Head of the thing. Government. That, yeah. Blah blah blah. blah. What did? What was the point of that scene? He, was yeah, it them the, doing the whole classic? Was, you're in way over your head. You don't know what you're getting yourself. No, into. I remember. I remember it quite well. Actually, it was Jam. more the 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 here's here's all the plot information that you, Mister Equalizer, don't know, even though the audience already knows. It's that weird scene of that always happens when you sort of don't, when you have your main character and your antagonists like separate the whole time. There's a certain point where you have to. Yeah, the scene okay. of okay, he knows everything that we know now because he's been like so far away. I can't yeah. think of any other examples off the top, but it's yeah. just the it felt so added on and clunky. Yeah. Um, visually, it's like suddenly I'm like looking at yeah. grass. I'm like, well, it's the downside I, of yeah. It was it's like the down. Was, I'm sorry, you go. I'm sorry, baby. No, no, it's you the go. downside of having a lot of those scenes. You're, you're the baby. You're the fucking baby of this podcast. You are chief. my. You are my content. Man, dad. Who, my person who was, person who was three, person who was three when fucking Training Day came it's out. All right, come I on, was too babe. busy waiting. Let's, let's get two it years real. later to see Finding Nemo in the cinema, and that shock scared the shit out of me. Let's be real. I hid behind the seat. Mum thought I was wild. Classic. It's a big shark. Yeah. Do you ever rewatch that scene nice. and just like realize how much of the frame that shark takes up? And then you've got a little five-year-old oh, oh. We since watched it in 4K on our TV, like 55 God, terrifying. TV, like, and like, it's voiced yes. by fucking yeah, no, um, quality stuff. Dame Edna? 
Is that who voices that? Does does um Barry Humphreys voice the shark? Did I make that up? Mm. Who um, voices the shark? God damn it! We're going back to IMDb. Yeah, is it? <laughs> I just I never I I remember never feeling any more scared in my whole life than when he just flies up at the frame and goes, "Name's Bruce." I fucking freaked out, dude. I want to leave the theater. I was like, "Mom, mom, I can't do this. Get I, me out." Yeah, it's Barry Humphreys. I was right. Let's go. Just get it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck that, dude. Yeah. It's a big yeah. screen too. You introduce it. He was like in the theater. You in- the the dentist is another really well known Australian uh, sex pest. He played Jeffrey Rush. Yeah, is he? It's Jeffrey Rush. Yeah, the dentist. Yeah. Wait, I swear it is. No, I totally I thought Jeffrey the dentist Rush was somewhere. the guy. No, the guy who was the father, the oh. the shitty father in. Yeah, no, you're right. No, you're right. Um, Muriel's wedding. Yeah, no, you're right. Sorry. Um, the guy who and he like cheats on his wife. Yeah, it's no, not Jeffrey. It's Bill Rush. Hunter. It's Bill Hunter. That's right. Of, yeah, of strictly boring fame. That's him. I'm the king. Yeah. Sorry, I got it fucked up. Jeffrey yeah. Rush is the the big pelican. And he's also a big sex pest, but we don't talk about that. Yeah, we, yeah it is. Anywho, um, um, yeah. <laughs> so he finds out in this scene about all the other stuff. And yeah, yeah that's fine. It was not, you know, he goes to, you don't know what you're getting yeah. yourself into. It's, um, just that, it's just that. This is before the hardware, the hardware mm. store scene. It's the byproduct of having a, look, when you've got to give out that much information, it's the byproduct of when you have a scene of, when you follow around, like you remember the first scene of like the Russian dude and David Harbour going to the whatever the the shipping unit and they discuss crime things. When you have a lot of those mm. scenes of just like following the bad mm. guys around specifically, when you have too much of that, you have to like catch mm. your main character up on that. And there's no sort of real. Well, mm. there is better ways to do it, but not in the equalizer. They just go to, mm. just go up to Melissa Leo's house and ask her for the piece of paper, ask her for the script. <laughs> Open your laptop, please. Yeah. Yeah. Melissa Leo also executive producing this. No, film. really? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> like No, no, no. I know uh, that was uh, that was a that was a really dry joke of me saying she's doing oh, the literal yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of let's just grab the script. Yeah. All right, that's thanks. Favorite, that's Thank my you. favorite joke of any time you just see a random piece of paper around on on the on a set, you go in a in a film, you just go, wait, wait, is that the script? <laughs> I forget. I forget what did it recently. I forgot. I think it was. Avengers. Wait, wait. Where's Melissa? I think it was yeah. Avengers. I think somebody was looking at some. I think it was that bit where um Scarlett Johansson's like eating the sandwich, talking to everybody, and she looks at some paper on the desk. Like, wait, is that the script? Yeah. Oi, they. <laughs> some real exposition yeah, shit there. The um, there's still bits of that that I haven't seen Avengers. yet because you know we um we took a ten month old to see it with a ten year old to Avengers. And shared ten months. Yeah. we took yeah, Bub to see it because we couldn't. We didn't yeah. have any other option. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had to. We wouldn't have seen it at the same time. Anyway, no one cares yeah, about thank that. Um, um, look, the equalizer. What happens? What happens then? Um, the equalizer too. <laughs> oh, fuck! Should we? Well, this, that this is all we need. To uh, look, right. Let's just wrap. For all up. the shitting on. Let's let's wrap how the film ends. You're gonna have and to jog my memory exactly how it he is. then goes and take out. He takes out the mega yep. boss. He goes to Moscow and takes yep. out the mega boss. Um, and then meets back up with what's her name in yep. the cafe, and she's dressed all wholesome now because she's got a real it's job. In the street. He's just like uh, buying groceries or some shit, and she's just like, "Man, like, hey, that's right. That's I've right. totally now that the the mob doesn't exist, and I'm not a sex worker anymore. I'm just a perfect human being, or I'm getting better." <laughs> because yeah thank you wow sending a great message there hollywood yeah thanks um credits and music Uh, yeah i now i remember uh now i remember oh gosh oh where does it rank in the time in the in the annals of shitty eminem credit music it's i mean we should have i mean i know the 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 new hottest contender is uh venom have you heard venom the whole chorus no, is him going venom, 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 
That's it. That's the whole song. And then sometimes he goes, no, no. That's horrible. Let the daughter in. Jesus. Um, Eminem's so bad. Did, did, did you know that he's now like, you know, he's such a fast rapper now, Dom? Did you hear? Oh, he's so, wow. He's, he's so, so fast. fast he's, he's his whole personality. Fastest ever. It's his whole personality. Oh. Oh, I'm fast, <laughs> lol. That's what Logic's doing too. You ever heard of Logic? Yeah. It's Guts Over yeah. Fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. I was like, oh, fuck. I, I, heard, I remember this song. It's fucking terrible. Uh, Here we go. It's, you know what I love the most about Eminem? No, don't play it. I don't want to hear this shit again. It's like horrible. It's really bad. Cinema wits. Venom. 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 It's every Eminem song. He just resells it to you. No, you know what I love the most about Eminem? <laughs> yeah. He's no, a genius. Just, just, He's a genius. He's just bit. like a, a symbol of capitalism. For the sake of my bit, please, just answer my question. You know what I love about Eminem? What do you love about he's Eminem? The, he's the only rapper with a clear expiry date. And the expiry date was like 02. Oh, two. <laughs> like, dog, all right, Marshall Mathers oh. LP1, it's over. All right, it's over. No, what came out in, no, O2 was um, the Eminem <laughs> show. And it had Till I Collapse, which is only great because it's in that Real Steel montage. Fuck, I love Real Steel. I can't wait till Real Steel shows up in the bargain bin. <laughs> you ever see Real Steel? It's good. I, I like Real Steel. So yeah, much. I've seen it. It's good. Unironic. Actually, no, it's one of those films that was on TV and I watched the first half of it and then just Wikipedia the oh, rest. Dude, I saw that shit in the cinema in like 2011 with my cousin. Shout out, Lucas. Classic. We just, we just, we just saw real. My friend has a signed poster. My friend, a friend of mine has a signed poster up in his home gym. Real still? Of that film signed oh. by Hugh Jackman because he's a made, made of oh. things. He's trained with him. Beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. I've never wanted mm. yo, yo mm. that's all kinds of mad. Um shout out yeah, to Hugh. Hugh. Love you, boss. Getting the ripped. greatest showman. Getting ripped, bra. The titular greatest yeah. showman. I uh welcome it. Threw up in the vicinity of the poster signed by you, babe. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> You're welcome on this pod anytime. Uh, so talk about um something. So out of what do we pay for this? We didn't yeah, did we because Cole's gone done fucked up. Yeah, we both watched Out it on stand. So yeah. episode five is all it's taken for us to finally just start watching the films as, you know, our significant others. Speaking of our significant others, I think the best part of mm. my notes is when um, Emma walked in at, when I was watching the end of this film and she said, this is how I feel every time I go to Bunnings. <laughs> Do you remember what scene that was in reference to? <laughs> Please tell me. Yeah, what? yeah, like the fucking death, death, death in the hardware. I thought you were gonna. Say, I thought you were gonna. I thought. I thought it was during the um during the robbery. Every time I go to Bunnings, I feel like fucking holding up the register. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Damn, I'm sorry. I didn't. Oh I shit! Know, that <laughs> I just need all these oh, nails now and the, five eight screws. Just, Holy just shit! And a hose link. <laughs> Do you ever see the hose link? Ad? I just needed to buy my fucking pop plants. Yo, when was the last time you saw a hose link ad on TV? Um, you know what? I swear I saw one at the El Dorado Cinema I saw, once. I, which is like a you know not a ma- the not the mainstream cinema that is near us. So yeah. It's like the the the, the family yeah, owned yeah. one. I saw the independent one. Like I swear I saw a hose link ad at the cinema. Do you remember what movie it was in front of? No, and you know it might not have been. It might, I might just be thinking that because we're talking film. I was going like, to say I saw one. No, I, I don't know. Within the last year, I, I saw think. one this summer just passed during the cricket broadcast. God, the guy who invented holes, hose link looks old now. And now he's holding up like dogs and shit in in amongst the hoses, trying to flog the hose link. It's crazy, man. It's a, that's a niche reference. Like who the who's going to care about hose I mean, who's listening to this? Who's listening to this? It isn't in Australia. And yeah. if you aren't in Australia listening to this, just 
just Google hose links. Just True. fucking, you've got Google. It's, let us know. Let's, it's, let's know. It's the internet. It's, it's current year. Um, Come on. It's not this hard. But yeah, so, did we figure out so the we, algorithm for So we if, didn't pay for this. Yeah, did we figure out the algorithm for if we stream something, how much of like our, was it worth out of the chunk of our subscription? Oh, no, hang on a minute. Still, yeah, okay, but also, do you remember what it cost in the bin in the bin $5. that you saw it in? Well, let's rate it out of five. I would pay. I would you pay five dollars? No, to watch well, this film? let me. Here's how I'm going I'm to look up how much it is to rent on iTunes, and I would pay that equivalent. It's worth that equivalent of whatever the the five dollars is. Because I don't want to, like, I'm, I'm not, like, mad or, like, I don't think I've wasted time or money by watching it. I just don't think I'm no. going to watch it again. Yeah, me neither. It's just a film that, no, it's just a film that didn't really achieve, I think, what everything that it set out yeah. to achieve. However, and I'm not sure if I've said this yet an hour into mm. this fucking podcast, but I could not fault any of the performances. This is not where yeah. this is, that is not what lets yeah, yeah. down this film. Oh jeez, oh Jesus! It's four ninety nine to rent. Mm. <laughs> fucking well, one cent, bruh. Get I'm just going to say uh, 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 three three dollars. It's worth three of my dollars. I think it's worth about three dollars. Yeah. Like 50. I don't think I'm ever going to watch it for the hardware scene yeah. alone. Now let me put it this way: if if we see the Equalizer two in that bargain bin anytime soon, are we jumping to it? Yeah, fuck I just yeah. think it's Let's one go. of those. You Let's know what? It. Sure, I'll see how the adventures of Denzel's character, whose name I don't definitely Denzel. do not remember, the Invisible Man. His name was like Bobby or something. Uh, I think it's actually the same character as the original TV That's series. crazy. Got got to reboot. Got to got to reboot that bad boy. Reboot city, baby. Anyway. Yeah, Robert yeah, McCall. Robbie, big big is Bobby his character McCall. name in both the original and the remake. Watch the continuing adventures of Big Bobby McCall um, in the Equalizer 2 Electric Boogaloo. Where can you find us on the internet? Are we doing the plugs that all right, uh you can find us. Hey, uh, you can find us at we'll do the plugs. Is it is it really bad? I've got to double check the Twitter handle. It's been that long. It's been that long since I've had to say it out loud. I'm pretty sure it's at down down podcast. It's been so long. It's been at down down podcast. And it's like it's that it's that on Facebook yeah. as well. Um it's actually been that long that I since we've done this that I left Twitter and then I joined <laughs> up again. Why did you Actually, the fuck did you leave Twitter? Oh, I just got. I actually like had this period where I actually just tried yeah. to. I kind of got overwhelmed with heaps of social media stuff and and just culled yeah. it all. Uh, and now That's I'm just fair. sort of building it back. But yeah, because it's it says yeah at a sustainable. Because we level. don't follow you on Twitter. The podcast thing doesn't follow you on Twitter anymore. I haven't refollowed your, your new yeah, account. Yeah, I don't exist. So if we change that, I'm back. But anyway, we can fix that. Um, I'm sure the yeah. audience loves listening to this bullshit. But yeah, that's where we uh, we post sometimes on Facebook about stuff. And I'd like to run another contest again. That yeah, was that fun. was. I mean, it was definitely a funny joke. <laughs> that was very funny. We don't have it. We haven't decided what we're going to watch next to uh, to sizzle. So um, but. Uh, We'll do a sizzle on the yeah, socials. I can make a sizzle sausage Bunnings warehouse store the equalizer joke. See how I just connected all those things together that. in a way that was not a joke format? Yeah. Amazing. All you have to do is chuck Rob Reiner in there and then you've just achieved absolute the darker criminal links. Do we have anything else to plug? Do you do you ever like <laughs> try and plug your photography shit? Nah, man. No. Uh, no, well, you know where to find me. You've got another podcast. <laughs> you never tried to plug that. At no, it's just, it's it's not active limited, right now. So, but if you're interested, I do. Look, actually, yes, I do have another podcast called What Do You Make? And it's a very serious interview podcast that takes itself very, very seriously. seriously. Like Denzel. Very seriously. <laughs> You can find that on iTunes yeah. uh, and where all good podcasts are found. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll figure out what we're going to do next time we record. Uh, 
and I'm going to try and look for another Coles yeah. to source our cheap and DVDs. And if we can't find so a Coles. Hopefully we can find it. Otherwise, we got other joints. Look out. Look out. <laughs> Aldi, Aldi coming through with the DVD heat. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. Pull up. Come get some. Let's get it. What would the... What would our Aldi podcast if we... Oh, gosh. Um, what's their slogan? Cheaper every day. What's their slogan? Isn't it good different? Yeah. Um... <laughs> anyway, look, you, you guys tell us in the comments good. what you think if we get DVD. one. <laughs> um, this has been Downtown Critics Are Down. I've been Morgan Roberts. I'm Dominic Fitzgerald. Catch you next time. Bye. No date. No date. No fade outs. <laughs>